Listen, Casey, I really did come home to talk to you. That tape you sent was outstanding. Where'd you learn to write songs like that? Her heart began a funny little dance inside her chest. You liked it? Really? Are you kidding? It was so good I let Danny drag me up here to Outer Mongolia because he wanted to hear more. She hoisted the remaining grocery bag and closed the tailgate. Who's Danny? Just the best damn singer on the East Coast. He's dying to meet you. Inside her, pleasure warred with embarrassment. Nobody had ever taken her songwriting seriously. She wrote them simply because they were there inside her, and she couldn't prevent them from pouring out. She'd send the demo tape to Travis in a fleeting moment of insanity, an act she'd regretted the instant the package was in the hands of the United States Postal Service. It was the embarrassment that won. I didn't know you'd let anybody else hear it, she said. You've got talent. Don't bury it under a rock. He followed her up the steps and across the porch. Are you working? he asked, as he held the screen door open for her. Just keeping house for Dad. Jesse and I will be married in a few weeks anyway. Her mouth thinned. He doesn't want me to work. The door slapped shut behind them, and they set the grocery bags on the sideboard. Why do you ask? I'll let Danny explain. Until now, she hadn't noticed the man who leaned casually against the living room doorframe. But at first sight, she couldn't imagine how she could have missed him. He seemed to go on forever, effortlessly dwarfing her six-foot brother, and she gawked at his height before gradually becoming aware of the rest of him. The broad shoulders, the narrow hips encased in worn denim, the light brown hair, shot through with golden highlights that fell in a clean line to his shoulders. But it was his eyes that caught and held her, those wild and turbulent eyes, eyes the color of a summer sky. Well, he said, hello. Her tongue glued to the roof of her mouth, Casey stared at him like an idiot. She wet her lips and found her voice. Hi. Trav's hands on her shoulders nudged her forward. This is my sister Casey, he said. Sis, this pain in the ass is Danny Fiore. He gave her shoulders a squeeze, then released them. She's all yours, Dan. Good luck. Danny Fiore crossed the room, hand extended, and she finally remembered her manners. She took the proffered hand, and his grip was warm and firm. Six four, he said. She wasn't sure she'd heard him correctly. I beg your pardon? I'm six foot four. I could see you wondering. His smile warmed at the blue eyes and carved a deep cleft in his cheek. She realized that he was still holding her hand, and she quickly withdrew it. You're a talented songwriter, he said. I'd like to talk to you about using some of your material. It took a moment for the meaning of his words to sink in. When it did, she gripped the edge of the countertop to steady herself. You want to perform my music? She said, incredulous. In public? We've been playing the same stale top 40 stuff for two years, and I've spent ages looking for something new. When I heard your tape, I knew I'd found it. He brushed the long hair back from his face with the fingers of one hand. I'll be straight with you, he said. I'm looking to make a name for myself, but I need original material.
Judging by what I've heard so far, I think you can give me what I want. Casey's palms began to sweat, and she had to hunt for her voice. I don't know what to say. He had a smile that could melt marble. You could start, he said, with yes.